T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Long-time NFL quarterback, uh, national uh, NFL analyst, and now host on 790 in Houston, the incomparable Sean Salisbury joins us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Sean, should Dustin Fox get a cowboy hat while he's out in Montana? Uh, yeah, he could get a good one. I mean, don't get mad at him just because, you know, your Charlotte visit is like poor man's cowboy stuff. <laughs> now he's going out to real stuff, Montana. <laughs> I mean, don't don't get mad at him. No, hell yeah. Now, see, Jonathan Peterlin, and I was able to send Jonathan a message. I couldn't be more proud of him. Happy for him, what I read, so that's great. And Jonathan was here. So it goes kind of like this, Texas. Then you said Montana, right, Dust? That's where you're headed? Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm in Bozeman right now. Right, right. Oh, well, there you go. Okay, so you're in Bozeman. Uh, that, that's a college town I've always thought that I think it'd be great to live in, especially when we saw college game day. And then... I hate to tell you, my man, you're probably third in the cowboy bit. Dustin comes in second. But, yes, you've got to come back with a cowboy hat and act like Kevin Costner. That's what you've got to do. It's all about Yellowstone, brother. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm going to go looking tonight. But apparently the, the locals here um, don't, like, really look too kindly upon people that are outsiders wearing cowboy hats. So, like, apparently I could get my ass kicked tonight. So I don't know no, if I want to deal with that. Just tell them this. Tell them you were an extra on uh, one of the on, on one of the uh, Yellowstones, okay, and tell and tell him you got a here's what you tell me tell him you got a uh, a, a hunting lease in uh, <laughs> in Texas, dude. And not only that, they'll give it to you for free because you'll be right in, brother. Mention I'm just gonna tell lease. him I'm I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna tell him I'm calling the Bobcats game Friday night and they should leave me alone. <laughs> there, that's exactly which is the most important. And even throw in you know I'm thinking about a spring turkey hunt and you'll be good to go, brother. Oh you're, yeah, you're good, like all that. good. There you go. There you go. Good Sean, you. Sean, getting to uh, some Browns talk here. I did want to ask you, what were your thoughts on Deshaun's debut last week in Houston? I was actually surprised. Maybe I give him too much credit because I've seen him when he's on the field on a regular basis and you know, wasn't, uh, wasn't out and playing his best football. And the last memory we had on the field was when he led the league in passing. Is I've seen him do saying You saw him step through one early. I've seen him do so many spectacular things on the field that – I thought it would, you know, we talked sluggish a little early, and by the middle of the second quarter, start to catch fire, and that I didn't believe it would look like through the course of a game that it'd be 700 days off. And in truth, a lot of it looked like about 730 days off. And that's okay, but, you know, throwing balls in the ground, it didn't look like the explosive release where the ball's jumping out of his hands, even when he's going to his left. And a lot of the balls came up short, which is, you know, the use of leg driving mechanics with an explosive lower half and, he just didn't look the same. Made a few plays, and they ran it okay. But I, you know, they, the Texans played 
their best defense they have all year. They tackled better. They didn't let a runner, um, you know, rush for 300 yards against them, and they didn't give up many big plays. The problem is on offense, they couldn't get out of their own way, meaning the Texans. So I was a little surprised that he looked that way for four quarters. But, guys, think about it. We're talking about 700 days, even even if he's a great athlete. Mm-hmm. I, I say this to somebody. Imagine, you know, let's say you switched jobs and went through sales training, and you haven't done anything for two years at that company, and then all of a sudden you go the first day and you don't sell anything. Uh, are we supposed to boo and be mad and everything? Well, playing quarterback's a pretty tough job in the NFL. Guys who play it every day have games like that. So I, I, I didn't expect it because I hold him in high regard on the field. I think he's a phenomenal player. But he was more sluggish and more uh, rusty than I, than I thought he'd be. You know, I, I try to tell the guys on the show, Sean, that – when you come back in the middle of the season, it's not like this is training camp practices. These these practices are, you know, 80% speed. You know, guys, you know, half the time it's mostly walk through stuff like that. So to prepare for him to go out there with a, a live pass rush to be tackled, I, I think he was just a little shell-shocked at times. And there's nothing he could have done. No no working with his quarterback coach. No working with the team in, in the practice. I mean, it's December. We're talking to you, Sean. You, you play this position, and you know it's better than anybody. I mean – you're not. There's no install. I mean, this is game plan, and you go to the game. So I, I, I wasn't surprised at, at how he played. I, frankly, I kind of felt bad for the guy a little bit because he was put into a situation where he probably was not properly prepared for the situation. Oh, no question about it. Dusty, you make a great point. And, you know, having been through it and all this, we can go out and throw in shorts. It's like, like for instance, you'll go train – your whole in shorts and a t-shirt. I'm talking about like if you're a track person or when we train for the test, we come back, you got to run, you know, 100, 10 100s under a certain time like we did in college to make sure you were off in your off season, you were in shape. I don't know if teams still do that, but you had to take a fitness test to make sure you passed. And no matter how much you prepared for that, you did well with that. The second you put gear on, you're tired after eight snaps and you're like, why? It's different. When you go from doing it in shorts and a T-shirt, then against teammates and in practice, and then heighten that now in a game where you're elevating against 11-on-11. Now we're not scripting it. We don't have a going half speed in most drills, and you're, you're putting game plans in during the season. You don't get to – you can't simulate it. We're not simulating any of that during the season. We're at the stage now where you're trying to back off and get fresh legs and prevent from going two hours of full speed so nobody's on the ground. So you cannot simulate that. We try as best as coaches – and private trainers to put him in every situation we can, but you just can't. And it's not mm-hmm. realistic. You put him as best you can. So there's going to be growing pains. But I don't expect that you're going to see this same performance the rest of the season. I, I wouldn't expect that. I would expect you'll see, uh, uh, you, you, you know, they'll, he'll make strides, but you also may run into a game where he makes a quantum leap and, and looks like that guy who's got MVP skill set. So, yeah, it, it, and the problem is we expect so much from him. We didn't even give the guy a learning curve to go out there and play, and a lot of that was self-inflicted by him, and I get it. But that may be the worst game he plays when it comes to just the optics of it from a fan base. Sean, if, if you're Kevin Stefanski and crew, how do you game plan around Russ? Do you, do you just just put it all on Nick Chubb and see where it falls, or do you, you keep trying to push the issue and, and see if you can get uh, Deshaun and that Rust off by, by throwing the ball more? Oh, I I do everything possible to keep getting him going. Now, you, you play the game. If all of a sudden you're in a game and it takes 22 throws because Nick's got it going 32 times and rushing for a buck 90, you shorten the game and get out, no problem. 
but I, I would actually expect them to start putting more get him going. But you don't want you don't want to take steps back and say you know this is a rookie. This is not a rookie. Now the, the the football stuff should come quicker to a guy who oh okay I remember this coverage when you know now I'm seeing it how they move and the rest of it. So while you continue to work into it, and last week had a lot of other sidebars with it, the emotion of coming here, and probably was he probably gripping the ball a little tighter even though he won't admit it. And understanding when he walked into that stadium, the emotions running wild. I get it. So I would expect that Kevin Stefanski in this offense, I don't think they're going into the game plan and saying, well, Deshaun, now he's back for a week. Let's still work slowly. Hell no, you ain't got time to work slowly. You've got to go on trying to get on a run. Look how hot Cincinnati is. You're trying to make a five-game run and see where you can get. I would imagine they'll game plan it to where how it works. But I will not be shocked if at some point during the next two or three weeks, if somebody shuts the run game down, you've got to throw it 35, 40 times. And Deshaun would welcome it. I think he needs more of it as opposed to less because confidence is going to mean everything. And, you know, he hits four or five in a row, and it's like, ah, I've been. then you could start talking about riding the bike. Not after 700 days, you start to get into rhythm. If I was his offensive coordinator or his coach, I'm not backing off one damn bit. Matter of fact, I'm ramping up his, his involvement in our offense. Sean, I guess I'd ask you this, you know, how, how much, like, should we look at the final five games of this season and, and, and look at how Deshaun plays and then have expectations for next year? Like, how, how much of this – how fair is it to judge Deshaun, no, you know, 700 days not playing football, comes out here six games, and then all of a sudden next year we're going to have huge expectations? I, I think, first of all, if he comes out and lights it up, then you're, the expectations are go, going to go through the roof and it make, you know, the momentum of – you know, starting to feel it again, get out there. But there's an off season. You got to go back and you start. You start over from scratch because you're going to take a whole. Not only do you have 700 days, he's going to play six weeks of football, and if they don't make the playoffs, he's going to get six more months of no or seven more months of no games where you can't simulate it again. But so, so for me, I I guess these last handful of five or six games left, for, I would. I think that you you're going to want to, you know, when you watch him get into a rhythm and build this, you're, you're going to love it. You're going to have expectations. There is no doubt. Listen, Dustin, you guys know that the expectations of Deshaun Watson are nothing less than getting this team to the playoffs every year, winning a title. I'm assuming that's what they have expectations. You wouldn't have spent all that money and all those assets. And that you're getting an MVP guy every year. So no matter what he does, now some people may say, what the hell's wrong if he struggles for another month? But regardless, going into next year, they're going to say, okay, he's back to training camp. He had an offseason of OTAs. Now it's going to be the Deshaun Watson we know. He didn't forget how to play football. Uh, I also, in looking at these next few weeks, it's a, it's a chance for Deshaun and him to continue to build the relationship if Stefanski's coming back and the offense and the rest of it, and for him to feel good about what's going on. But regardless, it does not matter. Deshaun Watson and fans, once the offseason hits, they'll, they're going to temper it because there's no games. But if he goes out and throws for 400 yards a game or if he goes out and throws for 200 They'll be frustrated if he doesn't play well, but they'll also be in excitement. No matter what happens these last handful of games, aside from the fan who sits up there and wants to be mad at something or a media member or any of us, mm-hmm. when he comes back next year, the expectations will be playoffs and an MVP caliber player. This is a perfect place to build, but they shouldn't be thinking about 2023. I want to see how they play now and see if they can make a difference the last six weeks. I think with that, it kind of led me right to my, my next question here. This is why you're the best. This is why we have you every single Wednesday <laughs> at, uh, at 3, Sean. Uh, when you see the Browns' defense uh, over what we've seen the last six or seven weeks, do you see a playoff-caliber defense? 
working towards it. Uh, who was I on with the other day that we were discussing this team and the defense or that I was watching on TV? I can't even remember, but it was somebody that we'd all know talking about this defense. We expected this defense and its roster all the way around to be a, a Super Bowl caliber roster. We, we, we do. And so I don't think and the defense going in should have been a strength, but now we're seeing them, it seems, tackle a little bit better. And they're, they're, they're not out of position. They're forcing turnovers. It, with, you know, with, with the Texans, they're not very good. But still, you're playing against 11 grown men who are under, you know, on scholarship and getting paid. But the way they force defense, their activity, they took advantage of a bad team and went after them defensively. You know, you could let a bad team like that hang around, and they didn't. Their defense took the will out of it, and really it was a game changer. So I think that with the pass rush, getting people in the right position, Johnny on the spot, and getting your people healthy, yeah, I don't know if they're a Super Bowl-caliber defense today. I don't think they've made that quantum leap, but I start to see them be more like the team we expected because I saw with my USC Trojans, I don't care how good the offense gets. If your defense doesn't tackle and they give up points and don't force turnovers – you're going to get beat somewhere along the line against a team who does it like the 49ers. So I think we're starting to see a little bit of growth here on defense. This looks more like the team that we expected, not the team that seven, eight weeks in we're talking about, along with the Texans, one of the worst tackling defenses in the league. It's improving. Still got steps to make, though. Turnovers are a big part of it, and not giving up points, that helps. Sean, uh, we were just talking about LeBron and his impact in Cleveland because uh, the Lakers were in town uh, yesterday's and it, it made me think here uh, you know I can point to like Giannis in Milwaukee that's it's a guy who's now the pinnacle of Milwaukee sports although some people might throw in a Packer there it, it, when we get into Houston's equivalent who is who is the the gold standard of a Houston athlete that everybody points to and says if you want to be the best player in Houston history you have to top that you know we're fortunate we've had the Warren Moon too we've had a lot of great Clyde Drexler, we've had a lot of them. Earl Campbell. I mean, you go up and they play love Andre Johnson, but if you're talking about Houston, the name that comes up, the Mo- Nolan Ryan, the current, some current Astros, Jose Altuve, that group, you know whose name comes up the most? And Bagwell and Biggio, it is, and it's not close, not close, is Hakeem Olajuwon. Elijah Wan wow. is the most beloved. Now, Tuve's charging, Nolan Ryan. People love her. Think about the 34s, the number 34. Nolan Ryan, Earl Campbell, Hakeem Elijah Wan. I'm not sure there's a city that's got three numbers the same from three different sports of three monster talents at the top of their profession. Elijah Wan and the impact he had here. He is as beloved an athlete and, quite frankly, a top 15 basketball player of all time because of what he's done, the, the, you know, the dream shake. You go and ask, he, he's going to win 80% of the poll if you ask who is the, who's that guy. That guy in this town, usually his name comes up first, is Akeem Olajuwon. So what would somebody have to do in that town to get on the level or surpass Hakeem in terms of popularity? Um, like I said, if you had a party and you said, okay, who's, who, who's sitting at the head table? Earl, Nolan Ryan, Elijah Wan, uh, three or four Astros, Biggio and Bagwell, Altuve. Um, uh, you, you might even put Jordan there now, the way it's going, the, the, the way they're, that big fella's swinging it. Um, I would probably say to get on Elijah Wan's level would uh, four or five more seasons 
because they love him here. So is Altuve. He's probably next. They love him as a human being. He's undersized, which is obviously the, the complete opposite of Elijah Wan. He always is smiling, loves to play. Um, this, this fan, I don't know one person in this city that doesn't think that uh, Jose Altuve hung the moon. Another four or five seasons of 200, you know, 180, 200 hits where he's making all-star teams. They win another ring, and he is steps away from 3,000 hits and, an all, and a Hall of Fame appearance. Jose Altuve is next in line. If he finishes the next five or six years like he has played, he will have a seat not just near Elijah Wan. They'll be in the same rarefied air. Sean, great stuff, buddy. We appreciate you, and uh, can't wait to talk to you next week. Appreciate you guys. Dust, have a great time, and thank you guys for always having me. Oh, anytime, yeah, thanks, buddy. Sean. Appreciate you, buddy. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.